Okay, we're going to begin to start the Maimer. To start the Maimer from the Rebbe Rashab, again, Leinu. Kabbal Shalmachu Shemaim. And we read the first, we read the first Seif on top, but we need to begin the parish inside. So on page Aleph, Yiras Chait. Seif Aleph, it says on page Aleph, Yiras Chait. Explains the difference between Yiras Chait, being afraid of Chait, afraid of sin, and Yiras Einish. Remember that the that the Rebbe began here in this Maimah that's going to, that's on the subject of Kabbalah or Machos Shemaim. The Rebbe began by telling us how the most basic need of Yiras Shemaim is that a person should be Mugdar in it with his chushim, that he should be strong in in how he protects and 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 how he guards his senses. He begins by talking about re'iya, seeing. So let, let's just go back into it. Yiras chait perusha sheyori menachet atzmai. What's the difference between yiras chait and yiras ha'aynish? Between being afraid of sin and afraid of punishment. So Yiras Chait, Shayyaraminachait Atzmai. Yiras Chait means when the person is afraid of the sin itself. Shayyaraminachait Atzmai. Macham Sayyasim read the Baratzna Hashem. Why is he afraid of the Chait? Because every Chait, every sin is a rebellion against the Ratzna Hashem. Every time that a person sins, God forbid, He's married by Ratzna Hashem. He's rebelling against Hashem's will. So the person who is a Yerei Chait, the person who is a Yerei Chait, the Ikka by him is not that he's afraid of, of the consequences of being punished, but he's afraid of, he's afraid of being involved in an act that is itself that is itself a merit, a rebellion against the king, against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Hanan, if you could ask the Chavid to talk someplace. Thank you. Veloshi yorim in ha'aynish, kebiyiras ha'aynish, ha'odam yorim na'ibud ha'yeshishilai. When it comes, when it comes to yiras ha'aynish, remember, yiras ha'aynish is different. Yiras ha'aynish comes back to the person himself. I'm worried for my own skin. It's a chash of a thing to be afraid to be afraid of getting punished. But basically, but basically, yiras ha'inish means I'm thinking about. So that could see my where we are. Just ah, but, but but basically, yiras ha'inish means I'm afraid what's going to happen to me. It's still me. The point, the the, the focal point is me. Halavai, everybody should we should all have yiras ha'inish. That, that would be a chash of a thing. But I'm afraid of me. I'm afraid for me. I don't want anything to happen to me. That's Yerusha'inish. He's afraid what's going to happen to my existence. But somehow, God forbid, if it's really bad, maybe maybe I'll, I'll die. And if I don't die, I'll get a patch. You know, a person, but basically, I'm worried about myself. That's Yerusha'inish. After the parenthesis, but if yiras chait, yiras chait is shifting the concern with yiras chait is not me, the ikir is not me. By yiras chait, the ikir is the rabbanu shlalom. The yiras chait, he kashu yare lasas davashu neged havaya. Yiras chait is I'm afraid of the sin, not the consequences of the sin, of how it could affect me. Yeah, the consequences about how it might affect my relationship with God. That worries me. That that the chait is itself a merit, it's a rebellion against Kivyachal Hashem. And I'm, I'm concerned that by sinning, I'm going to be distancing myself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I'm going, to be, I'm going to not be making him happy. Shemarov, a godlike, a Muslim will tell us a lot. This person is fearful of damaging that relationship and and uh, the the focal point is not me what's going to happen to me so that's the difference between yiras chait and and 
Yiras Then the Rebbe began to explain that that Yiras Chait does not only mean sinning itself, that a person is afraid to commit the actual sin, but Yiras Chait means that the person is Magdir himself, he guards himself to be far removed from anything that could cause him to sin. And the Rebbe begins by talking about the most powerful of our chushim, the most powerful uh, of our senses, which is Riyah. The main time of the year, by the way, to fix the Kerch is Hanukkah. Which says in all of the Svarm, that the time of Tikkun Heinayim, of fixing the eyes, is Hanukkah. Because the whole Indian of Yavan is that they darken our eyes. And what that means the darkening of the eyes to be pregam in the eyesight of a Jew, in the way that a Jew looks at things. And that's why the parashis now the parashis of <coughs> Yosef HaTzadik. Because Yosef HaTzadik is Kedusha Sainayim, is the holiness of, 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 of eyes. The union of, of Yosef HaTzadik is Benaz Tzadu Alei Shor. Alei Shor, the Koyach of Yosef HaTzadik is seeing, is seeing. And... And Kedusha Seinaim, Kedusha Sabris is the Koyach of Yosef at Sadiq. And the Tikkun Heinaim, everything with Chanukah is the Tikkun I'm going to go to right now, talk more about it. But the whole Yontav of Chanukah, the Ikka Avoid of Chanukah is Tikkun Heinaim. Is to be able to see things in the correct way. And to be careful with what one looks at. It's Tikkun Heinaim. That's the Avoid, a big Avoid of Chanukah. So the Rebbe is explaining that the Chlal, that a Yerei Chait, a person who is afraid of sinning doesn't just doesn't just allow himself it doesn't wait until he's in a situation where the hate is upon him where the sin is is right there he's magdir he guards his eyes his ears he gu- he guards everything fr- from from seeing something or hearing something that could khalila lead to hate So in Ice Bays, in the, in the commentary, what does it mean when the Rebbe says that a person has to be magdir, make a fence, a wall, a fence around his chushim, his senses? Klomar, perish mugdar, periyahu, lorak shekisharoa devar iser, who magdir is at smalahabit by. Mugdar means not just a person who when he sees something, when he looks and he sees there's something that's also, he turns away. That, that's also a very harsh of a thing. But that's, that's, not, that's not what the Yerei Chait waits, he doesn't wait until it gets that dangerous. That he's, already, that he's already standing in front of the thing, he sees it and he puts his eyes down. To be Mugdar, he explains, Perish Mugdar, it's not only that when he sees something that he's not allowed to see, he, he closes his eyes. It means for a person to, to work on himself to such a madrega, to such a point, where his eyes do not wander at all. His eyes don't wander. This is a tremendous madriga for a person to be on, where the eyes don't wander. Where he's not looking for anything, his eyes are not open to looking at other things, only what he's Isaac in, what he's doing, his eyes are not anywhere else. And anything that he looks at, I feel a bit of a hata. Whatever the person looks at, even if it's something which is permitted, it's for the it's it's for a particular Reason that he's looking at it. Otherwise, there's no need to look. He doesn't look. It's understood that a person who lives that way, a person who lives that way, where his eyes are not looking at anything unnecessary, and even what is necessary to look at, it's with the kavana to look just at that thing which is necessary to look at this sounds like something which is very very beyond us but we're going to learn how a person can at least try to be somehow connected to this Avaida then that person it's understood that he doesn't that he doesn't come to see something 
He doesn't come to see something which is also because he has a, he's, he has a gather, he has a wall, he's mugdar, he's careful, bechlal, not to look at anything that stop, not to look at not not to let his eyes wander around and look at things. Now, histaklus gimel. The Rebbe says that this this um, Indian of histaklus of looking at something, of the eyes wandering, histaklus is, the Rebbe says, is the main cause, that is the main cause of chait. Histaklus perusha riya ba'ifen shel iyun v'hezbainanus. There are different words in Lashon HaKadosh for seeing, for looking, and watching. Histaklus means looking at something in a focused and careful way. The Rebbe explains that there is no other of the senses that brings as much oinig, pleasure and delight to a person as the chush of re'iyah, of seeing. That's why the beginning of the chayt, the first chayt in Gan Eden, the first chayt in Gan Eden was the Torah, is that is that she she looked at the tree, she saw the tree. Ri'ia is that chush that gives a person the most tani, the most aining. Shalachena hasuma, she'ena roya esamacholim she'oichel. Therefore the blind person, who is not able to see the food that he's eating, even though he tastes the food the same way as anybody else tastes the food. Chazal say that the blind person's pleasure of food is much, much less than another person. Because he can't see the food. Even though there's no difference in the taste. And he's just as hungry. The Gemara says, hey, the Gemara Isa. Yemais HaMashiach liyasal Aboim Shana. The first period of the, of the times of Mashiach there are different periods in Yemaisa Mashiach. The first period in Yemaisa Mashiach will last for 40 years. Chazal tells the different things that have been going on. The first period of Mashiach is Aboim Shana. Yemaisa Mashiach Yisrael, Aboim Shana Shanamar. And where did Chazal get that from? That it's 40 years? Because it says, Samcheinu Kimais in Yisano. David Malach said that Hashem will cause us to rejoice like the days of our suffering, like the days when 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 we were oppressed, where we where we didn't have what we needed. Shenemar, and it says by the by the midbar when we were in the desert, it says vayancha vayarivecha, vayancha that we were that we suffered. Vayarivecha, and we were hungry. That Chazal get the 40 years at the beginning of Yemaisa Mashiach from the 40 years that we ate man in the desert. So what was so bad about the man? The man tasted like anything you wanted it to taste like. So what was bad about that? That was good. Nevertheless, the Torah, when speaking about the, the, our eating in the Midbar, the Torah uses the words, Ya'ancha is a lotion of deprivation and, and, and suffering. Like on Yom Kippur, the Inuyim of Yom Kippur. So why did we suffer? We had, we had the man in the Midbar for 40 years. It was good. So the Torah says, the Chazal say, that we didn't, we didn't see anything in the man. You might you were able to think of spare ribs, but it didn't look like a rib. You could think of you could think of a pastrami sandwich, but it didn't look like a pastrami. Sandwich. It always looked the same, no matter what you had in mind. It was some sort of a crystal-like, whatever it was, clear thing, but it didn't have any tsura of food. And that is the inui of the man. Otherwise, as far as being full, everybody had whatever they needed. Nobody was hungry in the midbar. Everybody was full. As far as the menu is concerned. Whatever you like, French, Italian. I think they have now Japanese kosher restaurants, right? They have, you can get, you can, 
You could be from the shifma umus now and could be kosher. I mean, you could be, you could be when it comes to eating, almost like a guy. To eat, you could eat like a guy, except it's kosher. You could eat Japanese. Someone said there's a kosher. I don't know what this. There's a thing, food from from Thailand. I don't know what the, the chilik is. But I don't know what the food is. But there's a glock kosher Thai restaurant somewhere. I don't know. I don't think it's in the five towns. I think maybe here they don't have yet. They didn't. They didn't get yet from other places. And, but but anyway, I'm sure it'll be here eventually. We don't want to be embarrassed and have something to be embarrassed from Manhattan that they have and we don't have. So, what's the vayamcha vayari vercha? We were hungry. You could have anything in mind. You could have any any food you want in the midbar, and still you felt deprived. You felt vayamcha was an inui. And even means it means suffering. It's a strong word, Inui. Inui means to, to to torture. How do we feel tormented? Because the person had in mind that he's having uh, that he's having this delicious his favorite food he had in mind, and 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 he couldn't see it. There was nothing to look at. So, that's called Inui. We see from here that Ria seeing something is the ik of a person's pleasure. That even though we had every, as far as the taste was concerned, it tasted gewaldig, but we couldn't see it. So it's vayancha vayarivecha. It says we were hungry. So from here, Chazal say, since David Melch says Samcheinu, listen how beautiful Samcheinu kimaisini yisamu shnois reinu rav. Right? You will bring us joy, that, and the joy will correspond to the misery. So Chazal learned that the misery of the 40 years of Aboyim Shana Okut Badar, that we were wandering in the desert 40 years, what was the misery? That we weren't able to have the oinig, the pleasure of seeing our food. So the 40 years of Yemaisa Mashiach, that's where they get the number 40 years, of the, would be the beginning, the Iketanig of the Inin of Mashiach. Whatever that means, not going to get into Mashiach things now, but that's how the Chazal get the Cheshman of 40. That's what he explains. The Kamesh Bani Aman. Shachila Saman, Haisa Inyan Shal Inu Viravain. We were hungry, even though we had everything we needed to eat. Our boyim shana forty years kach. So Dovra Malak says, Sam Khainu, that in the future, Sam Khainu Lawasad Lavai. When Mashiach comes, the Sam Khainu, the joy will be to begin with our boyim shana. Will be forty years. Kach Sam Khainu Kimaisinisanu. The Samchenu of Mashiach will equal, to begin with, right away, the 40 years of of Einig with Mashiach will equal, will be connected to 40 years of what? Of the deprivation of when we couldn't see the steak that we wanted to eat. Mavu al-Zeb in Mamar Chassidus, and this is explaining Chassidus, the Zeb, the next page. The Zeb Shenemar al-Haman, when it says by the Mon, Vayancha v'yarivecha, that Hashem, Caused us to suffer and to be hungry. Because you couldn't see what you were eating. You see how much there's an Indian when it comes to food that the food should look nice. Right? The, right, the presentation. It should look nice. Sometimes it looks so nice you're afraid to eat it. Right? But that the, that the food should, should look appetizing. It should look appetizing. It should look nice. That there's a big chilik. So the fish atam So they weren't able to see any of the ingredients of the man. You didn't. You didn't see anything. You just saw some. Some looked like a piece of ice or something. Whatever it looked like. You didn't see anything. Therefore, they were never. They were never satisfied. They never had. They never had a big a big oinig from from eating the man. Unless a person was a very, very big ruchnistic, a person, a big tzaddik. V'kachu l'fi toichna ha-ruchni shal ha-man. The man was, was lechem and ha-shamayim. The man was, the, was a physical thing. We spoke about this in the early Mamar. It was, a, it was the least physical mitzvah in the world, the man. It was ha-maitzi lechem and ha-shamayim. Imagine, that's the bracha, according to Chidon, others, the bracha that was made on the man. A person would sit down and have the money, would say, Bracha Hashem Olam, Hamaitzi Lechem and Hashemayim. Isn't that a nice bracha to make? Hamaitzi Lechem and Hashemayim. So the most, the most, Ruchni Yisdika Michael that a person could eat, that food, that is, 
that is not that's not even you can't say that it come it doesn't come from the earth. Everything else comes from the earth. From here, the man, the man is is a code word for pnimius atayr. The man means the inner inner light of tayr. Pnimius atayr. Why? The same way that the man that we ate in the midbar was a physical object, but it was something physical, but it really really was a much deeper thing than than that. Says so the angels were eating the man. Whatever that means. So it's, it, it's, it has much more in it than you see with the eyes. So too, Pneumius of Torah consists, the, the, the secrets of Torah, the inner light of Torah, consists of words that you can read in the cipher, but it's much, much, much more than that. It's much deeper than that. So it's something which is in the physical world, but it's really from, from a much higher place. Lo shayechaz bo riyas amahus. Since Pneumius Atar is talking about very deep, sublime, spiritual things, you can't see the subject matter of Pneumius Atar. In other words, very simply put, when you're learning the Gemara, the Gemara is talking about the Gemara is talking about Shnei Malachim Metalus. Two people who are arguing over something that they are, who owns the, the, the talus, the garment. That you could you, you could close your eyes and you can see the Reuven and Shimon. You can see that uh, standing in bed and having an argument over this thing. They argue, or, uh, or you learn, or you learn, uh, you're learning the dinim of, of Yerushas, or Cheskis Abatim, and you're learning the halachas of, of Shutfus, and Karka, and so on, and Bailas. Then you can close your eyes, you can, and you imagine that a case of people who are, of people who, who, who are involved in, in, these, in these discussions, and these sechsuchim, and these disagreements, and so on. A person is learning Chulim. So you can go and you can see a behemoth, how you shech the behemoth. So we, the subject matter, the subject matter is seen by the eyes when it comes to the nigla of terror. That's why it's called nigla. You can see it. It's nigla. The part of terror that's panemius of terror is compared to the man. Because just like with the man, you couldn't see what it was. You didn't see it. It was this, it was this clear thing. You didn't see. It was something amazing and you couldn't see what it was. That's why Mon, they asked Mahu, what is this? Even though they had it. What is this? That's how it is with Pneumisatar. You could say the words, but what is it? You're talking about God. When you're learning Nigla, when you're learning the revealed part of Torah, then you could see what you're talking about. I'm talking about a behemoth. How do you shech the behemoth? So I'm talking about the Kana, the Vaishn. I'm talking about parts of the animal. If I'm learning Elotrephus, I'm talking about things that I could see. But when you're talking about Pneumius of Torah, so then you, when you're talking about the inner light of Torah, Mahu, what is this? I can't see it. I don't know. I talk about it. But I don't see it. You can't see the essence. All we can do, of course, is to know of something's existence. But we can't see it. You can talk about the Neshama, and someone says, I'd like to see one. Where, where do you have one of those? I'd like to see the neshama. So you can you, could, you spend your whole life talking about nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayachid, and says, can you show me one? What do you have? Maybe it's on display in the Smithsonian or something. A nefesh, ruach, neshama. You can't see that. There's only ideas how it seems. You can't see that. So because of that, because of that, the experience that we had in the midbar when it came to eating was that we were never full. And we never really, we never really enjoyed it. It was a tough time. Even though a person could say you had anything, you could think of anything you wanted to eat, but it was vayancha vayarivecha. Mashainikim lost the lost the It's the same thing now when we learn pnimisatayr. When you learn pnimisatayr, even though you can gain tremendous, tremendous insight and knowledge, but to have the real tonic, the pleasure. That's something, the real pleasure that, that, that would come from Pneumis Torah, that's something that when Mashiach comes, which will be Samachenu Kemaisini Sanu, all the joy that we didn't feel during the long years of Golas, when we learned Torah and we spoke about Nefesh Rochneshama, 
What's neshama? What does it mean? What's the neshama? All the joy that was missing because we couldn't see these things. We couldn't experience them. All of that we're going to have when Mashiach comes. Whatever that means, that's explained a lot in this form. That when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a revelation on a, on a madreg of Re'iyamamis, seeing with our eyes. Whatever that means, doesn't mean to see God. But we'll be able to see godliness. That's the great tonic. I mean, if you tell somebody now, see, doesn't a person is not has no has no so he doesn't he doesn't see say you know when Mashiach will come then you'll be able to see these things. He says, I'm not I'm not looking for these things now and I'm not I'm not interested in seeing them later. Obviously, that person has no shaykhs to it. But a person who his whole life his whole mitzvah is elokus is connecting to God. The tonic that that person has after this world, after this world. After one's life, and by Yemaisa Mashiach in the body itself will be Ro Kalbasa to see. Then the inner light of Torah will be seen, will be revealed. And we'll be able to see, which means we'll be able to understand the the inner essence of of, of all that we've been learning. Kamashakosav as it's written, it says in the Pesach, the way that I showed you wonders when you left Egypt, I will show you again wonders. But here, the wonders that Hashem will show us, it's not, even though even though it says in many places that we'll see all kinds of Nisim and the flows like we let Mamish, like Kriya Siyamsuf, whatever, like all kinds of amazing things we'll see with Mashiach. But that's not the Ikkah. The Ikkah is, that you will see with your eyes Niflos, the wonders of the Torah. We'll be able to see with our eyes, Mamish, the wonders of Torah. Gal Einai Ve'abit, the Dovid HaMelech cried out, Open my eyes to see. Ve'abit and Niflos, Mitarisach. Ve'imkein lo'yeh b'chines ve'yancha. Ki'im samchein. That will be the joy when Mashiach comes. The joy of when Mashiach caught the joy, the Samchena will be, that through the long years of Golas, what we suffered from most was not seeing. Not seeing. That's what we suffered from most. Not seeing. Therefore, Samchena, Chazal telling us, the 40 years of, of Mashiach, the Samchena is going to correspond to the 40 years of, of, of Yitzhak Sam. Samchena Kimaisen Yisam. The, the, to be able to see, to be able to see, because there's no greater pleasure than seeing, and there's no there's no more horrible uh, deprivation than not being able to see. Then the Rashab explains that there are different madrigas of how seeing inappropriate things affects different types of Ayyadi Hashem. Different Madragas of Jews and how they're affected by the Kharia. Now that we've determined that there's nothing as powerful as seeing, and the Ikatanug, the main Tanug comes from seeing something. And that's why it's the most dangerous of all of our senses and it has to be the most guarded, the most mugdar, with the most careful with seeing. So the Rebbe explains that even Oiv de Hashem, who are far removed from doing any of theirs, the big Yerei Shema, big Yerei big God-fearing Jews who are afraid to do any of theirs, and they are afraid to look at bad things. Even such people, if it happens that they catch something with their eyes that they shouldn't have seen, because a person can't help it. This comes over there, a person sees... That, that a person like that, even such a person who's a Yerei Chet and a big Yerei Shaman, doesn't do any of theirs. But he could be affected to have, as the Rebbe calls it, Mesayrimus Balam Ketzas, this epis, his iris, it affects them. It affects them. Now, depending upon what Madrego on, the Rebbe explained, as we learned last time, depending upon the Madrego of the person, they're able to get rid of it right away. That it shouldn't affect them. But self-called self, it, it, it makes it, it makes a Roshan. 
with some people it's just for the moment and then it's immediately driven out and with others it's called a chakika it means that it, it etches something into you what you saw it engraves something into you what you saw Aizvav in the parish Kamuvan the Rebbe is not talking about somebody that goes to look at something on purpose. He's not talking about uh, surfing the web. He's not talking about looking at the television or going to, or, 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 you know, sitting on, sitting uh, on a park bench in Central Park and and uh, and, and watching the chaver pass by. He's talking about a riyah that was not with kavana, not with intention to look. That's why the Rebbe doesn't use the word histaklus. He doesn't say. That someone's, God forbid, sitting and being mistaken, looking at something he's not allowed to look at. Was, uh, the the kuntras wasn't written for um, that problem. Obviously, that's a very serious problem. But he's talking about re'iyah, but kavana. It's not that the person's uh, looking at something on purpose. We're talking about the Rebbe's talking here at the beginning about He's talking about Hashem who are far removed from every Dovera. We're not talking here about about DVD watchers and C- CDs and all that stuff. We're talking about someone's far removed Mikol Dovera. Stays away from Mikol Dovera. Hashem Mikol Dovera. So we're not talking about a guy that's looking at something. We're talking about it happened. It happened that he saw something. Wasn't his fault. There was a riyah that happened. He saw something by us. He didn't expect it. Didn't plan it. It came. Nevertheless, we're talking about. So we're talking about a very great person. This is a person who's far from all from any davar. It's a great person. And even so, umikol makom. Elias Teva Ariya, since seeing is so powerful and there's so much pleasure connected to seeing. Elias Teva Ariya La'ira Kayach Ha'ainig Shabbanefesh. More than any of the senses, Ariya, seeing, awakens that which is called the Ainig, the pleasure, which is one of the deepest parts of the soul. Is the Ainig Shabbanefesh. The Ainig Shabbanefesh. In the future, Matzah Shabbos is. When we're talking about the Kirchhez Nefesh, we're going to talk about the Indian of Oynik Shebenefesh. It's a very powerful Indian, the Oynik Shebenefesh. What gives a person pleasure? That feeling of pleasure is a very deep thing in a person. So Ri'ia, seeing, is most powerfully connected to this Oynik Shebenefesh, the pleasure in the Nefesh. So even a person who is Rachik Lagamri, who's Mamish far from any of theirs, and he wasn't looking to see God forbid anything, but it happened that he saw something because of the nature of Ri'ya, which is touches and awakens the Ainik Shibanefish, Al Khan Gamriya Kazai's Pa'elis Ksas his spilas eslam. It can't help but 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 shake the guy up a little bit. Because he has his spilas. His spilas means that there's a hisiris, that there's something that it, it touches off something in the person. <clears throat> Even such an individual. <clears throat> I once told you that there was somebody who, there was somebody who went to the, uh, to the Chazanish. He wanted. To, he had a. He had a family. This 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 uh, Bacher had family in Haifa that was making a chasna. They weren't religious family. He had in Haifa, and then he wanted to go to the chasna. And his Shiva said he wanted to go. In those days, even now, it's not such a religious town. But Haifa was mamish. Haifa was uh, totally not religious, and the family was not from, and uh, and it wasn't going to be at all proper situation with mechitza and and so on. So his Shiva said that the only way I'll let you go is if you if you get rishus in the chazanish. So the Baruch went to the chazanish. To tell him that I have mishpach and, and my parents want me to go, I have to go to the chasna and chayvah. So the chazani said, "What kind of chasna?" He said, "It is not religious." No. So the so the chazani said to him, "Aren't you aren't you afraid of what you're going to see?" Now this is talking about in the early 1950s, you understand. 
so the Chazanish so aren't you afraid of what you know the Chazanish was very 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 holy especially in that Indian so Chazanish says aren't you afraid of what you can see so the Bacha said no Baruch Hashem I'm, 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 I'm good I'm strong he knows I'll, I'll be strong so the Chazanish said to him he says Chazanish said I'm already an old man I, I only have a little bit left to live and I would be afraid to go and and he says, no, I'm an old man. And, and, and by me, the Taivas is already very, very, very and, and he says, you're a, a, a Bacharel. And with Fle, he said, it says in the story, with Fleishiga Eigen. Fleishiga Eigen. With Fleishiga Eyes. Fleishiga Eigen. Ah, so he said, so that's what the Chazanish told me. You remember this? That's Gavaldi. So the Chazanish told him, unless, I, unless I'm, I'm just... Forgetting everything I told you last week. I think this was a few months ago. During uh, Rav Kupshir, I think. Yeah? Like so he says, so the Chaznish told him that, that Pasik. They just said in Davening, Hashem doesn't want us to be strong like horses. He wants us to be God fearing. That's what the Rebbe is talking about. Chaznish says, You can't go to such a place. It's not a problem by you to go. It says, Hashem as that it should be a Yerei mind, not to go. But the person, the Baruch will think that he'll go and he won't be in the spoil. The Chazani says that I'm already an old man and I would be afraid to go to such a thing. So what he's saying is that even even Hashem who's far, far from cold of but if it happens that he sees something, it doesn't go unnoticed. It doesn't go unnoticed. There's a Hispilus. By a bocha, the chazanish knew that by the bocha wasn't a ktsas espilus. It'd be all that the guy would be thinking about for the next for the next ten years, right? That's all the bocha is thinking about. Now, Isaiah. There are some people, the Rebbe says, that their Avaida, their Avaida is, is, when they're in their Avaida, their Avaida is so powerful, is so strong, that they're mamish in another place when they're learning of their davening, they're in another place. There is such a Madrega, that they're not misposed from anything. It's like they're, they're completely oblivious to the outside world. There are such people. So in Oizayin he explains, Hakavada ba'avayda, hila avayda pnimis. There are people who are big, big, bali avayda, and they're, when they're engaged in avayda pnimis, in a very big avayda pnimis inside of themselves, they're working. Hain the shalom den pnimis atayr ba'avana va'asaga. They learn, they learn the depths of tayr ba'avana va'asaga. They lagil akar begedulas hashem. People who are learning on such a madrega that they're connecting very, on a very deep level to the greatness of Hashem. These are great people. <clears throat> Before davening, they meditate, and they, they learn deeply, and they meditate, and they come to a very big connection to, to the Infinite One. And a very strong and consistent way. These people, when they're davening, when they're davening, they come to very high madregas in Yira, in fear of God, and Ahava. Very, very high madregas in Yira, Ahava, Amitas, Gashbaru. Avaidis and Nikoboshnach see them Avaidis Pnimis. People who are their Avaidis and Avaidis Pnimis. The Fishim is Shamnis Pnimusam Husushlaadam. This Avaida is so powerful, so strong, this, this, this Yid. That the mamish transforms the person; it changes the person. You see, Stam, you would say that you would say that if the bocha, if the bocha would come crying to you, and you would say, "Oh, very, 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 I was, uh, I, I, I had to go, I had to go uh, uh, shopping for something, and I saw something that's not nice. I saw that someone wasn't dressed nice. So you tell the bocha, you put your arm around him and say, "Listen, you know what? That's that's a part of life. It's normal." Don't feel bad about it. It's normal. That's true. It's a normal. It's normal for a person who is, for a person 
who who who's not who's not in that place of pnimius. But but there is such a thing as a person whose entire essence has been so uplifted and it's, he, that this person is so changed, he's so connected to pnimius that his whole mahus is such that that he wouldn't even see such a thing. And if it passes in front of him, he wouldn't be in this ball at all. It's nothing. Like Rabbi Yochanan said when he was outside the mikveh. He was he was telling the women to look at him when they came out from the mikveh because they know how beautiful children it's a very beginning. So when they asked, how could the Chacham were upset? How could Rabbi Yochanan sit by the mikveh like that? And he first to, to sit and look at the, the women coming out from the mikveh. So Rabbi Yochanan says that to me that they're, they're, they look like white geese. So if any of us would say that, it's not, it's not you can't say something. But Rabbi Yochanan said, it means it's chibuchlal not. It doesn't mean anything to him. It doesn't mean anything to him. He was on such a madrega, Rabbi Yochanan. He didn't see anything like that. He didn't see. So I, I, I told you years, a couple of years ago that I once said this. At, I said this almost 30 years ago in an NCSY convention. I was giving a convention. I don't know what they call this thing. They have big, big things they call it. Uh, and, and it was a lot of kids from the, all different yeshivas. I was talking to them. And it was going on for a long time. I was talking for hours. And yelling back and forth and talking. It was very gishmak. And, and, um, and this came up with the told Madriya. And, I, and this came up with Rabbi Yerchan. I, I said this thing with Rabbi Yerchan, that he sat by the mikveh. So, sort of so there was a guy there. I remember he told about schoolies from New Jersey, from Yeshiva in New Jersey. I don't call it Yeshiva. The only Jews in that building. That's a good. That's a madrega. As far as how much Torah they're learning, <clears throat> I don't know. So he, so he goes to. So he said <clears throat> he couldn't believe that they said such a thing. That Rabbi Yerchanan said that that uh, that it looks like white geese. The um, so the, so this Bach has said uh, there were like 500 kids there. So this Bach has said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it looks to me when I go to the clubs and the play. You know, that's how, they only look to me like white geese. That's when everybody was laughing. So I said to him, I said, "What's your name?" So he said, "Whatever his name is, David, David." I said, "I don't remember." I said, "The difference in you and Rebbechen is that Rebbechen, when he saw the women, they looked like white geese. When you look at white geese, you're, you're only thinking of women. <laughs> that's the chiluk. It's a big difference between you and Rebbechen. I mean, in all due respect to you, you and Rebbechen. He left. He's a, you know, he's a, he was a good kid. He left. He said. So, I don't know, I don't know if I, uh, why he says, but he said it not, that's not far off. That's not far off. Nope. <clears throat> so there's such a thing as a person who's in a place of panemias, that imamish, that his mahus is not, his whole essence is, uh, just an interesting thing. That Tzimei uh, uh, was here last time, uh, wasn't long, I don't know, a few, few weeks ago, Tzimei was here. So I was, I went downstairs, I went downstairs to say hello to him. He was, I, I, he, I think I read, oh yeah, we had the, it was Monday night, so I ran down, right, I ran down from the ship, and I went downstairs to the basement, I went with Yitzhak Mordechai, and went down. And look, I, I know the team very, very well, and Yitzhak, so he ran over to Yitzhak Mordechai, and he started to say, oh, Moshe, Moshe. So Yitzhak Mordechai said, no, 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 he pointed to me, that I was sitting next to him. But he didn't look, he didn't look to even, he, he didn't look to see. He didn't look up. And what were we talking about? He was going to see, he was going to see two Jews, he was going to see two, two men. Uh, and both of us are wearing long black coats, right? But the the enayim, the eyes, uh, the uh, the eyes. But then once I said, you know, when he came over me, he shook hands, then then he looked. But he was afraid just to look up. He doesn't stop look up. He doesn't stop look up. It's an interesting thing. He said, he, he he went over and he he didn't he didn't look to see who was who. He just took a shot. He went over there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he recognized my shoes, but it wasn't my shoes. It was Jeremy's shoes. <laughs> he looked at the shoes. I don't know. They deny. I think what Simei wrote in Sif Al Malbomer that um, something like if there would be the slightest um, chashash of uh, of seeing something wrong on the way to Meron, um, even though their bus goes with like newspapers yeah. on the windows, he says it's not worth to go to Meron for the whole thing of just possibly seeing something. He said like something like he gave like a guarantee that if you don't go for that reason. He guaranteed that all the good things that would happen to you from going to Meron, you would have just from being careful from Shmeras. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has, uh, do you ever see, he has a Kuntras on, on Tyrus A9. There's a booklet. you ever see? No. So. Yeah, it's not in this form. It's, it's a, a Kuntras on Tyrus A9. Very, very kosher. And it's good to learn Hanukkah. It's all year, but especially Hanukkah, Tyrus A9. Yeah. 
Yeah. Were you ever you went with him like Boimer? No, not with him. My son Lebanon was with him. He would come and tell me that he found it unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that the bus ride. Yeah, yeah. Such a way. We're not, we're not, we're not masik here. I remember once I was talking about, uh, uh, I was talking about Kedusha Sainayim years ago in the little house in the shuls in the little house, and one of the fellows from the shul came over from came over and he said he didn't, he didn't know there was anything wrong with looking as long as you don't do any of errors. He said, what's so? He didn't know there was anything wrong. Rachel never heard such a thing. That's that's. You know, that's a big difference between being raised in Yerushalayim and being uh, being raised in Chutzlar. It's I mean, depending where in Yerushalayim, obviously. But there is a person, the whole pnimius, the whole mahus of a person is, is has been changed. There's such a closeness to God. This person is so far from the from the taivas, from the desires of things of this world, that they don't have any more a taiva, or the taiva is very, very weak to anything of this world. So a person like that, a person like that, there is such a thing as a tzaddik like that, that he's not misspelled at all. Or that something will pass in front of his eyes and it doesn't, it's not misspelled. Ches, there's a person who's so separated from Ra, and not just not just by davening or by learning, but by even Tmidi, he's totally removed from Ra. We're talking about a big tzaddik. As Alter explains in Tanya, the Madrega tzaddikim. A tzaddik is a person who never, ever, ever speaks about, does, speaks, or thinks about anything bad. It's a tzaddik. Amit Hashem HaTorev HaMalash HaTzadikim Sha'adam Kezeh Eino Shaykh L'Espel Klal Mira Such a person, he's not in the spell at all. If something passes in front of his eyes, it's not in the spell, it doesn't. Even if he sees it, he's not in the spell from it. He could be upset that it happened, but he's not in the spell from it. Which means doesn't pull at him, doesn't interest him, doesn't pull him. We're talking about such a tzaddik, who is in the Tanya's the tzaddik gomer, that he doesn't have any more a yetzara that's pulling him at all. But tzaddik gomer is battle gomer. It's explained in Tanya. Tzaddik shena gomer akopan is battle b'miyuta b'meila and is shaykh l'shum regel sherakmi. It's already a person that by its side the gummer, it's mamish not it doesn't it's totally bottle. The ra is completely, completely bottle. Completely gone. By its side that's ain't a gummer, it's al it's it's to some degree it's bottle. And uh, uh, to some degree. But the, the, this, they're, they're different depending upon what level, to what degree it's bottled, whether or not he'll have some sort of his spilus, but he'll be affected at all by this Dovah But that's not the purpose of this Maimur. The Kuntras was written for Amcha Beis was not written for these big tzaddikim. So even though the Rebbe just mentions that there are some tzaddikim, he even puts it in parentheses. There are some people that are so great that they're not in this spoil at all, but that's not why he's writing this country for people like that. He's writing this He's writing this for, for people who could reach for regular people who could reach the Madragas that the Rebbe wants to teach us about here in the countries. And the Rebbe does believe that every single Jew, every Ayyad Hashem, can at least, when he's davening or learning, can be Mufshat, he's able to be in it so deeply that, that he's able to keep himself guarded. Which, of course, the Tanya, which is Sefer Shalbainanim, the Tanya, the Tachos of the Tanya is to is to bring up each and every one of us to a madrega of being a bainani where we would be 
we would be far from thinking about or doing or looking at something which is bad. But such a person still has Yitzhar. There is still something inside of him that's Ra. However, the person has the Kayach, he has the ability to be Poyal Al Atzmai. He's strong enough to overcome the desire, but he still has a desire. In other words, that, that level of the personal, the Rebbe was talking about a minute ago, that's not Nisbal at all, it doesn't affect him at all, doesn't bother him at all. That's already Yitzhah the Gomer. There's no Ra. There's no Yitzhah. It's finished. Gamarna. There's no Yitzhah. He's done. So that's not, that's not a, 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 a usual kind of a person to, in this world. Most people. Any Yochel of Atlas Yitzhah. That at least, at least, during the time that the person is immersed and he's busy with Avadis Hashem, Learning, but especially especially during the time of davening, when he's thinking deeply about the greatness of Hashem, to awaken within himself love of God and fear of God. During that time of davening, at least during that time of davening, he's separated from Ra. And let's say it happens that that he's in that. He, he's in that time of davening, and he's is separated from Ra, and his damli riyasura, and he sees something during that time. Something comes in front of him that he's not allowed to see. Leitaz says shum At least during the time of davening, when he's is in that place, it's not going to make any roishim. And there's such a madrig, even a, even a Jew that's not a tzaddik, but during davening he's a tzaddik. For that for that moment, he's in that very deep place. Even such a person who is not outside of davening is not an amadrega, but during the time, but during the time of davening, it could be that even though he sees something that he shouldn't see, it's not going to affect him. It's not going to be nispalfment. He's not going to have his spirals at all. Well, we'll continue. We'll continue that where the Rebbe talks about different levels where a person is nispal, where it does have an effect, and how to be misgaber. That, that a person should not be affected in such a way.